0: Welcome to Hallmarked for Murder. This is Kat. This is Sarah. And we are back to talk about Gourmet Detective Eat, Drink, and Be Buried.
1: Which is, I thought it was going to be about a wedding. Yeah, now that I. I thought it was Eat, Drink, and Be Married, but I think it's Eat, Drink, and Be Married is like the. Like M E R R Y.
0: Yeah, I feel like we have like a real existential moment every time we review the title after we've actually watched the movie. And yeah, I don't get this one. Because what was. What or who was buried? There was mm. a duffel bag of money that was sort of buried.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, is it
0: because of the, the de- that party in the at the beginning? They were was eating like, and drinking. And that was then, like
1: ostensibly that person didn't opt for cremation. I guess <laughs> we're to infer from the title
0: <laughs> because they did have that party. They start out with that party at the beginning. That's sort of like vaguely historical. Yeah, and so maybe it's supposed to like be like a nod to. Whatever time period they were sort of going for. The but 1700s. I did not nail. <laughs> I gotta tell you. Um, okay, so Henry oversees the kitchen at David's birthday gala. I did not catch that at all. Um, he brings along his SFPD detective friend, Maggie. David's son is killed. Maggie and Henry investigate. Okay, this is another really bad. I didn't even read this before. Did they call
1: her his friend? <laughs> They're, like, very clearly discussing their three-month dating anniversary. Like, wow. Yeah,
0: this is not one of the, I don't know who writes these. SFPD days. friend, Maggie. David's son is killed. <laughs> Period. Maggie and Henry investigate. This is directed by Marc Jean or Jean. I um. never look that up. I think he's directed other things we've. Watched, but I never looked that up. Hasn't he's done all the other three of these? No, the other one, the last one was Terry Ingram.
1: But Mark Jean, yeah, we do say his name a lot, and we say Mark Jean or John. <laughs> but we do know he's probably Canadian because of Hallmark. Okay, so it's probably it's Jean. Jean, but then maybe he's anglicized it to fit in. Who knows? Who I knows? don't know. Mark, if you're listening, will you send us an audio file of you saying your own name? That would be so helpful. This
0: is from 2017. So they really did make this series like boom, 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 boom. And this one again was written by Peter King, Dylan Neal, and Becky Southwell. Um, I actually don't know what happened in the cold open, which is probably fine.
1: I literally wrote, "This is an impossible to place in time <laughs> or setting. I do not know what's happening." Um, I guess it had to be that 3 a.m. Oh, okay. gunload, but that okay. just did not. I mean, it was just like the, you know, the the scene with the rats being let loose. That was so clear what was happening, even though we didn't know why the rats were being let loose. But this one, it was just kind of like. Dark, shadowy, um, skulky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like they probably
0: use that same cold open or that footage, like in probably 57% of Hallmark mysteries.
1: I think that's very
0: entertaining. It's very um applicable to a lot of different murder cases. It is. It
1: does give the kind of like. I know there's a formula. I get that these are like formulaic movies, but it's just. Every time, every movie, we get the cold open of, like, here's the mystery. And then, like, I, could we do it a little differently from time to time? Like, I don't know. Could the cold open be, like, Henry and Maggie, like, enjoying their gelato on the bay, which was such a great, even though I don't think that that was a real bay. I don't know. It like a fishing boat. Whatever. Um, and then they, like, the murderer runs past them or something. I don't know. Just something different than, than a dark, skulky, shadowy...
0: Yeah, or, like, what about, um, like, them just... Because they've been dating for three months. They've been, quote, spending a lot of time together.
1: Quote, unquote.
0: So why not, like, let's get a glimpse of that. Like, yeah. what are they doing? Like, are they... Because that's a question I did have after she said that. They're spending all this time together. Like, what do we think they're doing? Like, yeah. are they... Did they go to, like, Six Flags... Did they do like a wine weekend? I could see that. Did like, they go to
1: the, those like historic baths in, in San Francisco? Did they, the VA? Do you think
0: they toured Alcatraz?
1: Right. I mean, are they taking like cute romantic like sunset boat rides together?
0: Remember when Henry Hiding? took that um like wine weekend where he was boning that chick the whole time? Yes.
1: Are they doing that? Did
0: they do that? did he take her back like hey remember that murder investigation where i was doing the suspect that was a really beautiful location where we had our special weekend do you want to go there i just saw uh the dateline last week um the fbi um came along on a wine weekend it's actually a wine hiking weekend i don't know how that works no okay Um, And they get the girlfriend to, like, wear a wire and, I think, a video. Like, during this whole wine weekend. Like, they outfitted, like, their hotel room. And the FBI was uh, present for their... Secretly present for their rendezvous. Like, a wine weekend. Yeah. It was (laughs) kind of gross. Okay. So, Maggie and Henry are celebrating their three-month anniversary. Exciting.
1: Very exciting. And that they're calling it that. Mm -hmm. It's a
0: very, like, there's no... I know in the past there's been men in our lives or relationships where, like, there was vagueness and yes. an inability on some person's part to, like, identify this is a relationship and yes. we're dating. And... Yes,
1: despite maybe one of the parties asking that question a few times <laughs> and asking for <laughs> definitions and saying that maybe it would make them feel good to have that definition one way or the other yeah and then the vagueness but here they just kind of just know like they've
0: clearly dtr'd
1: yes they have dtr'd they're three months in and they are dating in a relationship and what
0: do you think is their what do they count as their like this is when we started dating do you think it was the chinatown um the date the date that that was their first date yeah they went Mm -hmm. which by the way vancouver does have a chinatown that's a, that's an Good update.
1: <laughs> oh yes. We have to update our previous <laughs> episodes. Um, or was it from the time that they kissed while getting shot at? Mm, wasn't that the same night? I think that was the same night. I don't know because somehow what Hallmark manages to do is pack like 72 hours into one 24 hour <laughs> period. Cause there's like four <laughs> outfit changes in one day. They, like, go to work all day, ostensibly, and then they, like, go to dinner, and then they encounter the suspect, and they spend a couple hours in, like, a hostage situation, and then they go home, (laughs) they clean up, they change clothes, and then they go out on their date, and it seems like it's only, like, seven or eight, but for me, it would be three days later, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, because I think they bounce right back from, like, a hostage murder situation situation. Like and immediately we're like on fun flirty date yeah. night or whatever. Actually, like John walked in on something the other night and actually made the comment like, Wow, these people get over murders like really quickly. Oh yeah, there
1: is no like lasting effect of trauma in in in, <laughs> <laughs> in Hallmark world. Trauma does not exist in... No, if it exists it's only in relationship to like past lovers and in mm. the way in which you might further communicate. With your current lover. Yes.
0: Like, your, your ability to open up to new love. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. the only avenue that's explored.
1: But, you know, also we did have a lot of vagueness in the crossword puzzle mysteries, right? Between, yes. Between um, Logan and... Tess. Tess, where they were, like, very vague about... Like, the whole time, like, every episode very vague about how they felt about each other. And so I do really appreciate that four episodes in, we've got, like, a hardcore DTR... These people know what they want and mm-hmm. they just want to be together.
0: And they're very, I was impressed with how like effusive they are. And they're like, I really care about you. I were definitely doing this. I'm going to like, this is what we do in relationships as we celebrate each other's birthdays. Like there's a very like, there's mm-hmm. there's no, there's no um, self-consciousness really. Like, I don't know. I liked it. It's very adult. Yeah. So Maggie does confide in her mom that she feels like Henry hasn't really opened up to her, even though they spend all this time together. <clears throat> she is, by the way, I, I, this is a little earlier than I wanted to discuss it, has the most atrocious hair. It's very bad. That was very distracting. Did There's.
1: You, did you? She said later she was trying to dress as Marie Antoinette. Yeah. I don't. It was bad. It was really bad. Wasn't it more
0: like, wasn't that more like a 1940s, what are those curls called? There's
1: like a... Oh, victory rolls. Yes. Yeah, she had that and it kind of, I really got like um, Scarlett O'Hara vibes from her outfit Mm -hmm. and her hair and in no way did I get 18th century France from what she was wearing.
0: And I didn't, what was the, I didn't understand the party they were going to.
1: So, David wanted (laughs) the party to be, like, a replica of the 1700s, and so everyone was going to dress, like, in costume from that period um, to, like, represent, like, the founding of their family's, like, dynasty. Okay. That's all I got, because they have all these old, and they have all these old guns, which is, like, very check off of them. So... Henry
0: and Maggie are the only ones that didn't get the notice that the costume element was off, which is that... that
1: targeted. Is that
0: a real... Um, does that happen in real life? Like, that's... I know that's in Bridget Jones. I think it's, like, it's a movie thing to, mm-hmm. like...
1: To fish out of water the character and see how they do...
0: Mm-hmm, or just present, like, a comedic... But, like, who would actually do that? Like, have a party, send out invitations saying, we're going to do co- period costumes, and then two weeks beforehand just say... You know what? Actually, we're not going to do that. But like, we're only is... going to tell
1: most of the people.
0: Why? Like, what is the rat? Like, people probably already reserved the costumes. Like, they've maybe had fittings done. Like, like, what's with the decision to, like, not? Anyways. The family hosting the party is a blended family, which we find out right away. And the daughter wastes no time talking trash about her step-siblings and how her father married their mother way too soon. Like, literally, like, Felicity. hi, Maggie. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Here's what's going on with my family. My dad married this woman way too soon. My step-siblings are trash. Mm-hmm. And it's not like this is fresh, like, that this marriage just happened. Because I could see, like, if this is, like, the thing that's going on in your life right now. But, like, this was years before. Yeah. But this is, like, the conversation she's leading with.
1: Yes. She's very <laughs> much, like, immediately, like... uh I, I don't know if this is also meant to have us, like, get the sense that Maggie is one of those people that everyone just opens up to, because, like, that's sort of the gist of a lot of the characters in, mm. this, in these mystery series, but Maggie is also a detective, so you would expect that she can get information out of people, but she didn't try. She didn't ask anything. Felicity was just like, my family is pretty messed up, and here's why and it was just yeah very expository
0: yeah i did feel like i think they were trying to make a theme in this movie that like maggie prized too much or that she applies her interrogation skills to like people in her life but i felt like at that party
1: she was really just chilling like she really just yeah. wanted
0: to like kick back and like have some drinks and
1: wear horrible hair and then they say that thank goodness they didn't wear the wigs did you catch that part mm-hmm. I would. I wish for the wig. Mm-hmm.
0: The Weston family owns a publishing company, which I guess they've had for three hundred years. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> this party is apparently celebrating the eighteenth century with silver
1: trays of vintage guns, just like laying all over the house, and roast pheasant and cherries. Because, right, he designs the menu to be like a perfect seventeenth or eighteenth century some location no unclear menu Mm -hmm.
0: henry witnesses an altercation between two people we don't meet for a really long time so
1: it has no significance that was weird because we we do meet one person in the altercation but we don't even like visit the fact that we don't meet the other person until like the literal end of the movie Mm -hmm. which is very unusual
0: and i actually didn't register that it was douglas which is weird because he's like a well-known actor now, um, but oh. I didn't register that that's who that was. So I had no clue what that was about. I was just wondering, like, Maggie and Henry seem to, like, accidentally overhear altercations at parties a lot. Like, mm-hmm. is that, I don't know that I've ever heard somebody have a secret, like, lover spat
1: at a party, but. And, like, then you know all of their intimate, mm-hmm. like, details of their Who's life. Who's having
0: an affair, or, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: I'll seek that out if it's available. That's why I always listen at doors no yeah. matter where I am at. This party also involves dancing outside to very famous classical music, like only mm-hmm. the hits. Mhm. Henry and Maggie do some dancing. Maggie's hair looks absolutely horrible. Also, it's like it was very it seemed a little um, cheap. Yeah. Like, her roots were, like, very, very dark. And then, yeah. like, her blonde seemed, like, very, like, bottle.
1: And there were definitely extensions in there. Because, oh, really? Yeah, because later she has her hair, because it's very long and curled. Okay. But her hair just comes past her shoulders, like, when it's straight. Okay, yeah, you're always better at knowing those things.
0: Um, Although I did find out about the halo.
1: Oh, the hair halo? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I've heard people really like that. It seems like something they should have invented, like, like why did it take this long? Yeah, good point. Um, This party also involves a fake duel, recreated by the son and stepson of David,
1: the head of the family. This is literally the worst party ever held. Like, Yeah. If there was a fake duel at a party that I was at, I would only stay to see if someone was going to need, like massive traumatic care afterwards, which they will, but.
0: As any Hallmarkie could have predicted, one of the guns was loaded for real and the stepson Ken is killed. But everyone
1: first is applauding his very realistic death. Ooh. Oh my gosh, Ken, that's amazing. You're so good at acting. And meanwhile, he's bleeding out. Ooh, is that fake blood? Nice. (laughs) Ooh, Ken, what a good touch. Henry
0: thinks it was an accident. Uh, And then I thought I would. I was foreseeing future friction with Maggie, that that would be, like, a plot point, like, for them to, like, argue about.
1: Yeah. But
0: it actually didn't turn out to be that way. It didn't.
1: But, like, we also – because Henry's constantly, like, I I know this family. Like, I know this person for years. They're just not that kind of person. They are not that type of person. And I feel like we never really – if we got introduced to Henry's connection to this family, it was a very, like, offhand – four-word sentence that oh. I don't recall. I don't either. I don't know how these people have been in his life for so long. I don't know.
0: Maggie has flawlessly applied red lipstick throughout the entire interview process.
1: Yes. Which I,
0: I, think... I recently learned how difficult that is to maintain. And Not myself. I'm not a red lipstick person, but I... I'm um, uh, intimately involved with people who are very into the red lipstick and it's like mm. a it's a lot of maintenance
1: but don't they use that like stuff that like shellacs your once you put the stain on your lips and you like shellac it with some kind of no because we just ate a meal
0: the other day and it was like just she just had like the lip liner and then like just like regular lip mm. color and then she probably had to go like after we finish eating and like fix it did the whole thing again geez yeah huh So
1: I assume that's a lot of work to just, like, keep it. I make my own chapstick, and that's kind of the extent (laughs) of of my lip care.
0: I did find out that uh, apparently red lipstick became a thing for American women because Hitler didn't like it. What? And he thought, like, in in Nazi Germany, like, during the war, Mm. like, he was very anti-red lipstick because that's what W.H. RSC war. I don't know if this is true but
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. But then in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, you know, cuz he's constantly fighting Nazis. Mm-hmm. Um The Ultimate Enemy. Yeah, Eva the Austrian or German lady, I can't remember, whatever, the Nazi lady. She wore like intense red lipstick mm. the whole time. Hmm. And her hair was much better than Maggie's. But it was similarly styled, and she was not. That movie did not take place in the seventeen hundreds. No.
0: Okay, so Doug. So we're sort of meeting this family. Douglas is the bio son of David, who fired the pistol. He was recently passed over for promotion in favor of Ken, the stepson, who David had just named the head of the company. But then, like, it seemed like actually he had like been the head for a while. Yeah, then, David like, has like
1: placed his trust
0: in Ken. But then now they're like not doing well, maybe gonna or
1: like they already weren't doing well, but now they're definitely gonna have to like sell the company probably. But Ken was kind of like very optimistic. Um dare we say Pollyanna-ish mm-hmm. about the the fate of the company and he he was like, "Actually, we're doing better than ever. Sales are up." And Douglas was like, "What sales or whatever?" And that lunch yeah and maggie wasn't even at the table or if she was they never showed her so i don't know if they reshot that scene later Mm, yeah and she like couldn't be there but she was never present in that whole entire table conversation that's true
0: Hmm. maybe Hmm. she
1: was reapplying her lipstick oh good point yeah
0: yeah that whole meal was really awkward um we meet henry's dad Played by Bruce Boxleitner, who's like a famous actor, but I did literally recognize nothing that he was in.
1: Yeah, same. I know his name because it's like I think they said it on Thirty Rock maybe once. Probably. And I didn't know who he was. Um, he so. also
0: is a mystery writer and a sci-fi writer.
1: Oh wow! So maybe Peter King was a fan. He also plays dad in another Hallmark series. Mm.
0: Yeah, I feel like he's been in quite a few Hallmarks, and he's always like, and featuring Bruce Boxleitner, which is like how you know, like, oh, this person had... are a real git. Yeah, exactly. But then I have to look up who they were. Yeah. Uh, so Henry's dad, did I, I, don't, I never caught his name.
1: Jim. Jim? Jim Ross. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. yes. The, the Jim, Jim Ross. Ross. That's right. Yeah. Uh he apparently
0: was a cop. And clearly he and Henry have some kind of cats in the cradle dynamic going on. Just yes. Lots of tension. They yes. haven't spoken in years, I guess. Right. So he just shows up, and then we get to see Lucy again, who had kind of a different vibe. I feel like her mm-hmm. her whole like style like she's going through like a style.
1: Yeah, change or yeah. maybe she just does that as flat hair, brown lipstick. It was just odd. Like Highlight like, or something. Yeah, bubbly. I don't know. She was more like chic.
0: Yeah. I feel like, and before I felt like she was a little more like boho. Like yeah, Scars. messy hair. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. So she's she's going through some things. I don't. I mean, didn't we all in our twenties? I mean, yeah. I was just saying that. Like I'm I'm returning to like the head scarf. Yes, period, and it's working. Period of my life for different reasons than in my twenties, but I'm I'm wanting to like go back to like that period of like carefree like
1: headscarf days.
0: Also inspired by that drama teacher, that theater teacher, and one, yes, the mystery... one of the Fixer-Upper
1: mysteries, one of the fixer upper mysteries. Yeah, the one with the yeah. anger management.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> one of those theater teachers who. Uh, assaults people with hammers right yeah when she thinks that they pose a threat to her husband
0: (laughs) henry is officially made consultant to the sfpd but maggie is icing him out because he doesn't want to celebrate his birthday
1: yeah and she and he like won't tell her why and it's something that's like exciting for her and she's kind of like got this plan for it and then he's like no, I don't do birthdays and she's kind of very like deflated. And I think she feels like wounded and sort of reacts out of um, passive aggressiveness, which all of that, I just had a lot of like thoughts on and discomfort with, because I feel like Maggie's been set up to be this very strong. She's not really like a foil. She's just like a very strong character, like with her own opinions, her own like personality and then she's three months into this relationship with Henry. She's dancing with him. Her voice has gone up or register while they're talking. And she's like, oh, don't you know your birthday's coming soon? And I'm like, that's not even your voice. And then he's like, I don't celebrate my birthday. And she's like, what do you mean? And then I think she just has sort of been not really been like a passive aggressive person this whole time. But now that she's like in a relationship, she kind of mm. is. And I don't know if that's. Just sorry, Dylan, like bad writing or like, I, I don't really understand that choice. I it guess. just seem like a sexist trope that like, yes, women are just like going to get
0: mad about things, but they're not going to tell you why they're mad yes. about it. And like, they're just going to have to guess they're just going to ice you out and you're going to be in the doghouse. Until you figure
1: out what you did wrong and then apologize And the guys went. in the squad room are going to be like, Henry's in the doghouse. <laughs> it feels very 90s. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I feel like we've we've moved on from this type of trope and Dylan O'Neill has not. Maybe, yeah. Maybe him. He was on Dawson's Creek. I mean, that's a classic
0: 90s. Yeah. That's where he's situated. Okay. Um, so... I do see she might be hurt because I think also like because she's being really vulnerable and unselfconscious about like we're in this, we're doing this. I'm like, wearing this costume with regular uh, platform shoes. Yeah. By the way, from <laughs> like, was... I mean the, the the hair shoes. the hair was like 1940s. The dress was too short. Question for mark. Her. Very very much too short. The shoes were like 2017 for yep. sure.
1: Yeah. Nude platform sandals.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, I get that she would be hurt because she's like making an assumption that they're like both in this together. And then he's sort of like putting a little bit of distance there or like or she's perceiving that as distance. So <clears throat> I do get that. Um, they go, th- go through the murder board, which, by the way, I did a goog. Like do detectives detectives actually use murder boards? And apparently they do, but they call hmm. them evidence boards, which
1: is oh. probably more because I guess they don't sensitive. always deal with murder.
0: Yeah. Um. With the chief and Monroe and Bailey, the entire Weston family is laid out with their names labor labeled in like the most perfect comic book font.
1: It was really do you well think that written. Was printed, or was that like like they like printed it on some kind of stencil paper and like. Or is this, like,
0: my favorite thing to do in any job I've ever had is picking a font for, like, a fun, Ooh. like, label or poster or okay. something. Like, I love that process. Hmm. So maybe there's somebody in the office that's, like, what would this one look like?
1: I would I'd love to have that job.
0: Or somebody who's, like, taking a callig- calligraphy class, like,
1: on Creative Bug and, like, yes. I just get called out at work. I don't get to make posters, but I write a lot of things down and my own handwriting. And I get called out a lot from people saying that it's too small for them to read. And I you say, have "Very small handwriting." what do you mean? But then they show me their handwriting and it's like three times the size of mine. So I do understand that there's a discrepancy, but I don't know how to fix it.
0: Is not because you is not a nurse thing because you have to write.
1: It's all nurses though. They wrote. They write so big. Although
0: you don't do handwritten notes anymore. If you did, you ever do handwritten notes?
1: Oh, like at the hospital in
0: the in files? Uh, no. Oh, not okay. That. Never mind. You you just have very small handwriting. Yeah. For and
1: downtime, whenever there's like downtime, which is a different has a different meaning in um the hospital, it actually means that you do more work. Because the systems are down, so you have to do all of your documentation by hand, um, and like fax it to different places. And so then I have to do all of my like charting or documentation in handwriting. And there's like a very specific way that you have to chart, annotate it, yeah, mm-hmm. to chart it. Um, but that only happens like a couple times a year. Fingers crossed. Okay, so Munro's
0: hair is so tall. Yeah, In scene. it Did didn't look it? good. It yeah. was like too tall. Yeah. Like a little like a little bit as cute, but this was just like sky high. Yeah, Bailey's hair looked great. <clears throat> they discovered that someone came into the house at 3 a.m. and loaded the... Uh, I blanked out during the oatmeal oh, blank the oatmeal conversation. Had, yeah,
1: <laughs> so the medical examiner called them with the report and she was like, by the way, Maggie, I found traces of oatmeal on the entry wound and uh, cooked, if you care to know. And so then they went to this like gun, this like antique gun dealer specialist guy. And he's like, well, this is how it works. If you want to like, if you want to fire a blank from one of these guns, you pack black powder into the barrel with like a long packer thing. I've gone black powder hunting before, so this is a process that's familiar to me. So you pack your black powder in and then you would if you were going to load a real bullet, you would load a real bullet. And after that, if you're not loading a real bullet, you would load a blank or a plug. And he was saying the plug could be this, the plug could be that. And Henry's like, could the plug be oatmeal? And he was like, yes. And so um, basically when you hit the firing pin on the gun, it causes that spark to explode the gunpowder. And that would normally propel the projectile out of the gun barrel. But there was, since it's a blank, it's just oatmeal. There's no projectile. It just makes a flash and a bang smoke. It sounds like a gunshot, but there's no actual projectile that's been discharged. And so what happened with the gun was that somebody snuck in at like 3 a.m. They put the gunpowder and a real bullet in there. And then whenever David later went to load the blanks, he didn't know because he assumed they're empty as always, which is, by the way, just really poor gun maintenance. But Um, He didn't check for a bullet. He definitely should have, and so he loaded the the oatmeal plug in front of the bullet. And the gun dealer confirms to Henry that actually, yes, the oatmeal would not stop the bullet from going. So it would fire through the barrel through the oatmeal. But why oatmeal? Just because it's like a pasty plug that you can like um, secure. You have to create like a pressure tight seal around or whatever, like an airtight seal around the gunpowder, so that it makes that explosion. Which is normally what the bullet would do. But so mm. they loaded oatmeal in. And he said you could use a bunch of other stuff too.
0: Interesting. Okay. Um, Angela. <clears throat> David's stepdaughter. And her husband Colin. Own a ranch in Sonoma. Like how many millions of dollars would
1: that be? Like I can't even. All of the housing in this. Was just like. This is another level of humanity that. Uh, honestly like i hope to never live in that situation like whenever we see felicity later in her big old house like by herself i was like this is horrible like living in that huge place all by yourself and it's not even actually old it was very new and like modern and sterile i don't know i also couldn't figure
0: out like do the daughters work for the publishing company too or is that just for dudes i we find that out later um so felicity is the bio daughter so the Biological children of Felicity and Douglas. Mm-hmm. And then the step siblings are Angela and Ken. Yes. So Felicity boards a horse at Angela and Cullen's ranch. And she and Cullen had been out riding together, which sends Angela off a cliff. Uh, we don't hear, we hear later what this meeting was about. And we don't really hear of like other times that the two of them were hanging out together. So I'm unsure mm-hmm. why Angela is flipping out. Mm-hmm. Um. Except that's just her general vibe, Yeah, I think. Um, apparently, Felicity was the CFO of the publishing company. She feels like selling the company is inevitable, but David didn't want to let it go. Ken was optimistic and gave David a reason to keep it going. So that's why he made him the head of the company. They're chatting about all this while walking a path. And find Colin sprawled, like, right in front of them. Like, I feel like they're walking, they're talking and walking.
1: It's like a straight path, too. They don't round a bend and see him. If it's like an open field. Like, yeah. you can see pretty far
0: yeah. ahead. But they don't notice. This. Until he's
1: five feet in front mm-hmm.
0: of them. Yeah. So, apparently, his girth strap, did I write that down correctly? You did. Okay. Yeah. His girth strap was cut. And did I
1: mention that Maggie has horse knowledge? Maggie used to ride with the SFPD Mounted Division. And Henry's like, you never told me that. And she's like, you don't know everything about me. He he he. So she has horse knowledge
0: and horse sense. Oh, yeah. Maggie and Henry return to the precinct to find Henry's dad cutting up with Monroe and Bailey. Apparently, Henry's dad is a legendary cop who worked at that precinct so this is where i start to like get on maggie's side that Mm -hmm. she's like upset maggie's teed off that he never told her his dad was a cop who worked at like a well-known cop who worked at her precinct her precinct that everybody knows and like tells stories Mm -hmm. about and just that also that his dad was in town right like after he hadn't seen him in four years henry is teed off that his dad is holding court over his new domain yes And in the midst of all this drama, Monroe and Lucy throw some vibes, which is a great development.
1: Oh, you liked it? Yeah. Were you upset? I kind of wanted Lucy and Bailey together. Okay. Like, I don't, but I I guess like, I guess what I didn't like was that Lucy kind of got diminished in this movie to like the role of like, sort of like love struck, And that Mm. felt like her biggest contribution. And I, I didn't love that.
0: We do learn that Lucy writes henry's blog
1: yeah i That's think it's kind of cool yeah under his supervision
0: yeah i mean i think i thought maybe she, she did research for him and mm-hmm. like occasionally filled in but like mm-hmm. no she just she just does it, it all. okay
1: yeah i just i really like lucy and i i have like fanfic about her in my head and okay. yeah um
0: okay yeah i didn't know what colin did but then i remembered that he's an entrepreneur and has that okay I was confused for a long time because it was, he was talking about like wellness um, drinks or like a wellness company and like drinks, but Mm, then he also, yeah, but then he started out with like sports bars and I was picturing like, oh, like go to like Penny Hill used to be like, yeah, let's go watch the game. Yeah. With lots of loud TVs and have some beers. Yeah. Um, But then I realized much later in the movie that he's referring to like, um not granola bars, but what what in the 90s we referred to as granola bars, but nutrition
1: bars or whatever,
0: sure. Protein, protein, bars. protein, yeah, bars. protein bars. Yeah, protein bars. Yeah. Uh Maggie and Henry get in their first argument and I feel like they handle it well.
1: I was really impressed because like this is where it all sort of built to, right? Like her woundedness about about like being vulnerable towards him and his like holding stuff back and um he, like, attacked it directly and was like, no, we need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And she said why she was hurt, and he said he was so sorry, and he really doesn't intend that, and he really does want her to meet his dad. And she softened and and realized, like, you know, he's dealing with some stuff, but he does want her involved.
0: Yeah, the number one relationship strategy is repair, and mm. I feel like this is a great example of repair. Like, they're both mm. honest and vulnerable and like, willing to listen to each other, which Mm -hmm. is also good. um, Because I feel like it's a trope in these movies, too, to just, like, not have those conversations or just, like, refuse to, like, believe the other person or really listen to them and just to, like, cut them off and be, like, you know what? Mm," And then, like, leave.
1: And then you have another
0: half hour of that.
1: Yeah, like, you build your own narrative about what's happening. And when Mm -hmm. the other person tells you, like, no, that's not happening, actually, like this is what's happening and I, I'd like to repair and then you're like no I know that my narrative is true and you sort of storm off and that is like yeah a definite trope but they didn't do that and I think that they kind of brought it back around to like these are two mature people
0: I do also get what Maggie's upset about that like he does and especially because she has let her guard down And she's been, like, kind of vulnerable and and open. And he is still sort of, like, has that facade. Like, he's, like, the charming guy who, like, is funny or says the right thing or whatever. But, like, in terms of, like, actual realness, like, Mm -hmm. I do understand. I feel like that that's lacking a little bit. And, like, I get that that's frustrating. There's more tension at Henry's place where he throws daggers at his dad
1: over his perceived neglect as a child. Right. Like pretty pointed, like we're talking about this daggers. Mm -hmm. It was a little awkward, I think, for me to watch, let alone for Maggie to (laughs) to be there. She's
0: like she's being very charming and Yeah interested and yeah,
1: she's really trying. But you know, Henry's dad actually handles everything like pretty well, I felt like um which was also surprising he didn't like devolve he kind of didn't meet Henry at his level which was that of like a wounded child he kind of like assumed the role of like parent which is maybe what they were missing like all those years ago Mm -hmm. and I think he really was like yes like at first he was like well it wasn't that bad and Henry was like yes it was and I think he kind of chose to believe his perspective um and and kind of like meet him, like, as a parent and not as, like, back on Henry's sort of, like, wounded teenage level. Mm
0: -hmm. I
1: thought that that was good.
0: Yeah, he, I think he kind of wants at first to sort of pick up as if nothing had happened, but then when he sees that Henry's, like, not in that place, he sort of adjusts, I think. We return to the Weston house, which I swear is that same house that was yeah. used to, was that not in the last two movies like yeah. is that not the same I building? think it's the,
1: in all of them I think it's the one where they had the the fish poisoner mm-hmm. I think it's the one where they had the restaurant slash house um wait what was the last one that was the spa one which I think uh, it might s- still have been the same <laughs> house
0: <laughs> the spa one was an actual like different setting okay like, they actually went oh you're to, right like, a we different... looked it up like a hotel or whatever. It's an actual whatever. place. Uh, Angela serves David some hot tea and then looks super sus. Like mini so sus. glances and then walks away as David says, Ow!
1: And then collapses on the floor. Yeah. He yells it pretty loud and like falls pretty loud and she doesn't hear any of it. She's tidying up in the kitchen. She's just going to tidy up in the kitchen before she goes.
0: Turns out he just had a little angina. Yeah. Yeah he's quite alive really hard word to say with a straight Mm -hmm. face yeah henry has another really good repair over gelato and opens up to maggie finally in an intimacy intermission
1: yeah that was this was a really good one because like the wind was Mm -hmm. actually kind of like blowing her natural hair and um (laughs) and i i liked it the the setting setting. was gorgeous Mm -hmm. yeah like a marina I recently was in San Francisco. I can't, I probably mentioned this last time, too. Um, but, yeah, it's just so much more beautiful than I feel like these movies haven't given us the whole picture of, like, how kind of beautiful that city really is and, like, the surroundings. But this, this did. Like, this little section did. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, there were some great yards and, like, sea views. Mm-hmm. Henry's dad wants to buy an old restaurant that they used to go to with his mom and wants Henry to help him out, but Henry does not consider this for a second.
1: Did we in know the, Henry's mom was dead? We I don't think so.
0: No, I don't think so. Which I don't know if Maggie knows that.
1: But she does know that he hasn't spoken to his dad in years.
0: She does know that, so yeah. she probably she knows probably
1: his knows. mom is dead. Um, but... Yeah, I, I was pretty, um, I guess I just didn't know anything about Henry's past. And his dad, again, like comes forward with a lot of vulnerability. And Henry's kind of like, uh, no, mm-hmm. not doing that. Mm-hmm. We get together like oil and water. And his dad's like, well, maybe it's time we learned how to be together. And Henry's like, no, F no, H no, we're not doing that.
0: Felicity is up to no good throughout this whole movie, but she wears the cutest little blazers while doing it. Yeah. they're like they're so tiny, and it looks seems like it's probably uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, but she actually a wear tiny those. Individual.
0: And then, like, is it is it like they're so tiny, and it seems like you probably couldn't button them because they're just so snug, like, yeah. and they're like real like yeah. form fitting. Kind here. of glued
1: on. Hmm. Um. Did you notice that her hair is never really like combed? Which I was kind of surprised mm-hmm. about. It was always, like, pretty frizzy. I don't know. I I couldn't quite figure out, like, where uh, the hairstylist was for this movie. Because <laughs> Angela's hair was, like, very quaffed, but also still not very good. Douglas's hair was too high. Monroe's hair was too high. Mm. Bruce Boxleitner probably brings his own, so his was fine. <laughs> Dylan had a haircut. <laughs> Henry had, like, a very short haircut. I feel like
0: his... But his was good.
1: His hair always seems very obviously
0: dyed to me. I don't think I generally mm. notice when people's hairs dyed. Mm. But, like, for him, every time I see him, I'm like, ooh, I think That's he's not dyed his color. hair. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know what. I think... I'm exploring this a little bit too. And there is something, I guess, like your skin tone changes as you age. So that's why Mm. as you age, like it becomes, even though like maybe this is the hair color I've had my whole life, like it looks different as you age because like you're, I don't, I don't really understand. Like Hmm.
1: it looks unnatural, I guess. I saw the most amazing hair yesterday at the grocery store. Um, It was, like, an older lady in her probably, like, 50s or 60s. It was, like, beautiful silver gray hair. And it was, like, long and curled, like, down her back. And it was I was just, like, I said, wow, that lady's hair is amazing. And I said that out loud. And I hope that she heard me. But she's with her husband, and I didn't want to, like, go up to her and be, like, you're so beautiful because that's weird. But I was just, like, obsessed with her and her hair. I've seen so many ladies I'm,
0: I'm sure like i'm just like that's on my radar um who have let their their silver come through or whatever and it's so pretty i'm almost i'm almost there um so felicity's just sort of like has these little snippets of uh the movie where she's just like being suspicious yeah that's kind of just on her thing with somebody
1: named steve and she's like mm-hmm. i know that i'm hurting people steve and i don't care mm-hmm. give me the files I neglected
0: to mention that there's a weird Tesla commercial in the middle of this movie.
1: Forgot about that, too. Uh,
0: Henry goes on about how cooperative they are with law enforcement. (laughs) So (laughs) So weird. weird. So icky. Anyway, they find out from those good citizens over at Tesla that Douglas, Tesla owner, was parked down the street from his dad's house at 3 a.m. the night of the musket loading.
1: Did you wonder why... The law enforcement with whom Tesla is so cooperative didn't know that Tesla was cooperative with them until Henry told them. <laughs> and then Maggie was like, "Oh,
0: you are good for something. Oh, that's a great, interesting." That's why we hired you? Because <laughs> he read this article in like the Wall Street Journal yeah. or something. Um. Okay, so we finally find out who the couple is that was fighting at the party. It was Douglas and David's neighbor Beth, whose house he was parked in front of at the night of the murder. Or well, the night of the musket loading. This is a secret because Is
1: she married? She married? We don't know. We don't we never hear but that. But now they just he's like Are you having an affair with Douglas? Oh my gosh. And I was like, Do we have to call it an affair if if both of them are unmarried? I don't also did you notice how she was
0: watering her flowers? I mean, do they not have uh, watering restrictions in
1: San Francisco? I don't know, but one, that was the most beautiful garden. There's no way that she hand waters. No. And two, she was watering them from, like, up above, like, petal down. They are like, in full bloom. And she's just, like, going to blast the water off the petal. She's not even watering, like, at the roots. I don't know. I was a little... I don't feel like she does this normally.
0: And then she just sort of, like doesn't have the uh hose on or whatever while she's talking to them so i'm like this is just where's this water i always wonder that like when you're not pushing the handle on your sprayer like
1: what is happening with
0: the water Mm, is it backing
1: up like in those cartoons and it like fills up the big back thing and then it explodes into someone's face
0: uh yeah or there is some kind of thing where like you can it can back like if you have a timer or whatever on Mm. your hose like it can back up into your house or something like that i don't know oh Anyways, I don't think Douglas is married because he just has a cat. He's like,
1: well, you could ask my cat. Yeah.
0: That cat is, there's no way it's going to give him an alibi. No. That cat does not cooperate with law (laughs) enforcement. No. Or Douglas. (laughs) We get a series of things that only happen in Hallmark movies. Uh, One is that someone's in their fridge. And then they like Mm. getting something and they close the door to find a Mm -hmm. man standing there. And of course, they're holding a glass of something, which they drop and shatter. Mm -hmm. And cut themselves. Mm -hmm. So that's only happens in Hallmark movies. Um, And then the thing where someone calls the police to say they have to tell them something. uh, But in lieu of just saying the thing right then, they schedule a later time.
1: Yeah.
0: To share like a key piece of evidence. Yeah. And then they're immediately killed. Yes, which actually so Felicity is like on the phone to Maggie, like wanting to set up a schedule, an appointment for a later time at the precinct to tell this big, juicy detail about the case that's going to uh, like unlock the, the case. And then she's immediately hit by a huge car.
1: On accident? Or... Oh, because someone heard her brakes. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Monroe... My favorite line of the movie that I wrote down. Okay. Please. Well, I'm no mechanic, but I know a punctured brake line when I see one. (laughs) And I, too, am no mechanic. And I, too, I would not know a punctured brake line. I thought it was antifreeze.
0: (sighs) Well, waiting at the hospital... Maggie gets a hold of Felicity's cell phone and discovers the shady dealings she's been up to. I don't totally understand why, but she was secretly meeting with Steve, who's Colin's CFO, getting proof that he was cooking his books. um, I still kind of don't know why Felicity was doing that. Because she was... Yeah. I don't know. Because she started doing it before... Ken was murdered and then they she said that she she got more suspicious after Ken was killed and then
1: yeah I don't I don't know maybe if she got the files trying to protect Angela or was oh maybe because like was Colin's money somehow tied to well we do learn like this is our motive later but yeah I don't know I don't know why she was investigating them okay Sorry, I don't understand. There's so much
0: landscaping and yard work that's done in this neighborhood. It's winter; like nothing is growing. Like I don't know what what is he weed whacking right now? This literally like He's grass the dirt. or sorry, dirt yeah. and leaves, and that's it. Yeah. Um. Okay, so they're super suspicious that Angela and Colin may have killed Ken so that David would be forced to sell the company the proceeds of which they would inherit, dot, 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 when David dies. Yes.
1: By not taking... Because they find his... His angina pills? His an... <laughs> yeah, his angina medication.
0: They head to the sports bar company, um, which looks super shishy, but the CFO claims that they've been bleeding money for over three years. I'm not sure if that's possible.
1: To then still also be in, like, high demand San Francisco real estate. Like so many, like staff. Yeah. Just like people everywhere. And he was like borrowing money from one bank to pay another bank's debt, which I don't think you can do that for very long. No, I
0: don't think this, this would last very long.
1: Scams seem so exhausting
0: to me. Like I can't even open my mail. Yeah. Like how do people have the energy for this?
1: Yeah. I just learned that I'm finally, my grad school application is finally finished, but it was like two weeks ago. I just never checked my email to see that my references had finally all submitted it I I wouldn't, I maybe I've been accepted I don't even know, I haven't checked it again
0: Angela knew about the scams and was going to try to throw Steve the CFO under the bus and then somehow Felicity found out about it too and Steve just like handed over all of the
1: proof to her Steve wanted to be done
0: yeah it seems weird to me because Steve's like I had to do it for three years. Like, at at any point, could you have, like... Yeah, whistleblown? Just resigned, at least? Yeah. Like, I It'd don't mean, know. like, I won't
1: keep two sets of books for you.
0: And then, like, if, if he was, like, so willing to hand over this documentation to Felicity, why not hand it over to, like, someone who could do something about it? Like, why? Because, see, he didn't even know what... She had some nefarious motive but he didn't even know what it was so it's like why is he willing to like hand over this stuff to her for that reason but not like a legitimate reason yeah, and why is he reluctant if he wants to be done so badly they think that angela and colin switched out david's heart medications to make him have a heart attack they catch colin about to skedaddle with a duffel full of money and then he knocks maggie out with a few solid bales of hay
1: Yes. Also, they have a conversation with a pharmacist while they are, have like learned this. Did that
0: conversation seem really like out of place or?
1: Yes, and like that location and like I've never met a pharmacist that looked well rested and not stressed <sighs> out and like uh, there there was like no glass in front of the counter. Maybe that's a COVID thing though.
0: Uh, to me, it seemed like one of those like commercials that runs in the middle of the day for yes. elderly people. It didn't that's fit. like his coat didn't fit, kind of right. Where it's like clearly this is like a fake doctor, or fake pharmacist who's like explaining this thing to you, just really matter of factly. Yeah. And he had like the glasses and like his perf- like it made me wonder if like he's like Dylan Neal's dad or something like that.
1: Yeah, who's like needed some screen time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we should look him up
0: yeah because that whole thing just like you could just like take that part out and like make an infomercial out of it yeah also like how like i deal with my parents medications and like that's a total cluster f and they're always like putting the different medication different bottles Mm. or like i find random ones on the floor or whatever like and immediately i would just like googled like White pill with H on yeah. one side and three three two on the other side. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: I don't know. I now don't... you know you can just
0: walk into a pharmacy <laughs> and ask, <laughs> and then he'll Google it. Yep. Yeah. So they have their own standby where Henry steps in to save things temporarily before Maggie inevitably shoots the perp in the shoulder with a hostage directly behind him.
1: And then immediately says that, I just grazed your shoulder, Colin. Ugh. Like, don't be such a baby. And I was like, why would you graze his shoulder knowing it's not going to go in and stay with Henry literally directly behind him? That was very crazy. I have yeah. deadly aim. Or whatever she said.
0: It turns out that Colin was acting alone. And Angela was just... I loved her line, too. Where she was like... Uh yeah maybe I committed a little fraud but not murder <laughs> it's like okay so oh cause that's so a was lot of fraud. fraud
1: the thing where she pretended that Colin had sold her aspen house i didn't understand that because then they were like actually it's in her name and they've been bankrupt it was repossessed by the bank or was that just her yeah so why face? why would she have even like mentioned that if it was not
0: it was something so clearly be provable to not be true like when she's sort of breaking mm-hmm. down about like why their marriage is not working well yeah. like and he doesn't understand it's not about the possessions it's about spending time together so that... in
1: aspen specifically <laughs> at our mansion <laughs>
0: So, because we couldn't ski anymore or take out our yacht, we just decided to commit fraud together as a way to get closer and reconnect. And I
1: accused him of sleeping with my stepsister.
0: <laughs> so, he, I mean, because she, I guess, participated in the fraud or was trying to cover it up by threatening Steve, the CFO. Oh, okay. Um, but it was just a little fraud. And then she also was going to, like, was he going to take off without her? Because she scheduled a trip to the Caymans. But Colin acted like he was, like, going off on his own with the duffel.
1: Did she schedule, But she, no, I think she booked the private jet and the reservation. I think she was going to go with him, but maybe he cut his losses?
0: Because she, when Henry and Maggie showed up, she was like, he went to the stables. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. Um, so he, she maybe she didn't know about the money. Yeah. And then he was just going to, like, dip out. But is he just going to, like, go to the, like, hey, honey, I'm going to go, uh, saddle a horse. Go talk to the horses. And then he was going to sneak into his car, just like, Ear! Go to the
1: private jet. But Henry lowered the tires with a pitchfork. <laughs> and Doug, or Colin says, look at the guy who brought a pitchfork to a gunfight.
0: Ooh, I also loved, um uh henry's quote where he was supposed to stay with angela and make sure that she didn't get away and he said now i can trust you to not run away right yes yeah so i'm not sure what to think about angela was she she wasn't totally innocent but like she didn't know about the murder i guess but she still seems pretty shady
1: Yeah, at first I was like, wow, she's the best Hallmark actress ever. Like, her grief and tears, like, she had the least amount of Botox in her face, and she was really good at it. I felt like when
0: she was, like, crying and stuff, that was really good. Yes,
1: she did a really good job. And then as we learned how fraudulent she was, I was like, were those tears real? Now I feel sort of duped, and I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know what to think about her. Because I did relate to her uh, skipping ahead to... Uh, personal cats out of personal bags
1: like Mm -hmm. i bought
0: her concern over her dad like i felt Mm -hmm. like she was genuinely concerned Mm -hmm. about him and his health i think that she was because she didn't
1: know that colin was withholding his medication she just thought he was like in debt defrauding his company and
0: then they were gonna like peace out to the cayman yes
1: so maybe she did know about the money and then she, but she didn't know that Colin was also trying to get her inheritance. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah.
0: Um. So Felicity confronted Colin that day in the stables, which that's, I don't, I still don't understand that either. Like, hey, I want to confront you about this major fraud that I have proof of. So let's go for a horsey a ride in the
1: country. And then who bashed him in the head? Did he bash himself? He cut, oh, it was the girth. He the cut girth his straw. own girth strap. Yeah yeah who did that he did he did okay yeah
0: i cut my own girth strap Mm -hmm. cowards and then just like took a gamble that the horse wasn't just gonna like boop like he wasn't just gonna fall directly on his head to
1: have that saddle and got it got mixed up
0: i mean it seems like felicity was really setting herself up to be murdered
1: for sure points in time
0: And there were a couple of times where, like, there was something suspicious at her house. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was real or. And they
1: were cutting the brake line.
0: Oh. Yeah. And,
1: like, her front door was open. So she went to the front door and then she heard clanging in her garage and she went out there. And then she's like, guess it was nothing. And. Back to my scheming. Have an alarm system. I don't. That was such a huge house. I hated it. It was so impersonal. And she also lived by her. Yeah, but
0: they all have gigantic houses because yeah. they're from a publishing dynasty.
1: Is that... That's been doing very poorly for <laughs> years. Yeah.
0: Um, Henry does a complete 180 on the dad's diner thing, so they decide to go in together and they name it Molly's after I guess Henry's mom.
1: And now we know that Molly and Maggie; those are very similar names.
0: Mm. Uh, I was upset because they were using the money from jim's sister to buy it Mm -hmm. so it should be called like suzanne's or whatever her name was like i feel like she's gonna haunt that place Mm, pretty regularly like
1: an omelet named after her the suzanne special yeah
0: so they end with uh henry's birthday party which he allows and it seems to be kind of only people that he's met since we've started these movies Mm -hmm. um and not all his like lifelong friends that we see all the time we're
1: introduced to in every movie
0: um and henry and maggie are just like sucking face yeah like while the party's going on which i thought
1: was kind of awkward i thought that that had to be kind of hard for becky to watch if she was on set because i mean i know it's like a job and they all say like oh it's just a job but it was like very intimate and face sucky and like the arm there was arm grazing There was a lot of arm grazing and it was titillating to mm-hmm. say the least this yeah
0: <laughs> while their family and friends are like
1: dancing mingling around them, mingling around them and we making see small talk lucy and monroe holding hands and kind of kind of swaying and then lucy like laughs and leans her head on his chest did you catch that part? I didn't. She's like, that. ha, 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 and she, like, leans her head on his chest. and oh, well, so was... that's escalated yeah. quickly. Yeah. They're definitely spending a lot of time together, mm-hmm.
0: too. Yeah, they DTR'd. Um, okay, what in this movie hit home for you?
1: Oh, man. My personal cat? Mm-hmm. Well, so I also... It was a combo of things because I have a partner who hates to celebrate his birthday mm. um, and I do know why like that has been shared so there's not this weird obfuscation of like this dislike um, but that is really hard for me because I I like to do things and I want to like do something you know for someone's birthday um, and it's just been kind of hard to like wrap my head around the fact that like no he really like doesn't want me to and it's not like when I don't do something, he's then gonna be mad at me for not doing something. So I think it's like probably an ode to like unhealthy relationships I've had in my past and all of that, but um, there's just a really funny like little personal tidbit that I was like, oh, this is like not just, this is maybe like real enough that some people just really don't like celebrating their birthdays because as you know, you and I have both like epically celebrated our birthdays. It's an enjoyable thing to do. Um, but then, like, the, the sort of, like, vagueness of the, of, or I guess it was, like, the lack of vagueness between Henry and Maggie about their relationship, um, and that really hit home, too, because, as we sort of alluded to earlier, like, being in relationships where someone's super vague about your status is so awful, and I don't recommend it to anybody, And when people at work ask me for advice and they say, like, we've been dating for four months and he won't commit. And I say, then it doesn't sound like he's the one. But I say it in a lot nicer terms. Um, But, like, come on. Just no. if that's what you want and they don't want that. Like, I feel like I've been through that too many times now. And I've, like, given too much of my time to those and my energy to, like, those situations. But it's really painful to, like, watch other people go through that. So
0: just related yeah you should be with someone who's excited to be with you
1: and wants to talk about it and wants to Mm -hmm. say like we're together and you're my partner and we're in this and like there's going to be bumps but we're going to share and prepare
0: yeah you're not like you don't take the stance of maggie who just like immediately after sitting down with tea with angela is like is your husband having an affair with your sister yeah um for me henry being afraid of horses i'm afraid of horses based in real life experience when i was a girl scout we did horseback riding and i got the one named joker Mm -hmm. um and i have since when i've the rare times i've been horseback riding since then i specifically asked for the one called granny because there's always one called granny yeah
1: can i have the one called granny
0: do you have, like, a nana or a granny? Or, and they're like, yep. Yeah. Um, and I, later years later, I was a Girl Scout leader doing horseback riding that same location. And the, like, 13-year-old girl who was, like, leading the trail or whatever was like, are you okay?
1: <laughs> My partner's afraid of horses, too.
0: They're very scary. I mean, they're pretty, yeah. like, from far away. But when you get up close, like, they yeah. could kill you so easily. He says,
1: they bully me and they have
0: huge teeth one it like they could just kick you and just end you
1: yeah my grandparents had a horse growing up and one time my dad's cousin who had just recently gotten out of prison in louisiana had come to visit and he brought a watermelon and made us all stand outside while we watched the horse eat it and i'll never forget like the chomp the chomp. the teeth the chom- oh my god it really vivid. it's a very vivid memory oh boy
0: uh, yeah, so many of our ancestors were killed by horses. I mean, mm-hmm. they're really just little... Uh, like, they're like dogs, but they could kill you really easily, and they're really huge. <laughs> um, Angela being so concerned about her dad mm-hmm. was, like, really resonant. Like, I felt her anxiety and just, like, wanting to, like, be by his side and make sure everything's okay. But, like, also his... Whatever's about it, like kind
1: of like need for space. Or yeah, something. you're just like, all right, see ya. Yeah, and then when she's like, I'll just tidy up in the kitchen, like longing look at her uh-huh. father, and he kind of like does kind of a weird like eye roll after she it's leaves. Like,
0: all right, I'm gonna read my um, James Patterson. Yeah. Um, I, I felt that because my dad doesn't. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He, he kind of he's been more and more lately been like like emotive very appreciative like mm-hmm. he's like oh thank you so much for uh getting my car going for the third time which happened this week <laughs> um except it turned out to be a good thing because I got a new battery for him and then it turns out I had had the same battery in my car since I bought it in 2011 so and it was like corroded there was like all this stuff had fallen off of it, and it was, like, like chemicals just sort of, like, oozing oh, out of yeah. it. Oh, and yeah. they were concerned at AutoZone that they couldn't take it out without it just sort of disintegrating. Oh, man. <laughs> so all's well that ends well. Um, who were you attracted to?
1: I thought really long and hard about this, and the answer was no one. Mm. Like, I kind of wanted to be attracted to Ken, but he mm. died so early that I didn't get a good look at his <laughs> face <laughs> um but yeah not that this was kind of a harder one for me uh i'm still on dylan neal i i
0: liked all his vibes this like he had a lot of like unbuttoned shirt Ooh, area like and it was woo, birthday shirt. yeah mm-hmm. uh, it was
1: like one too many buttons
0: yeah, yeah yeah uh-huh yeah i was into it uh fanfic for side characters
1: uh i desperately want to see lucy and Henry's dad at the Embarcadero food festival. Yes. Like I want to see that. I, I, thought, we were, we didn't get...
0: I thought we were going there, but oh, we never
1: went. I was so excited. Like I really wanted to see them like go through the food festival and like get to know each other and like try different foods. Like that is like a dream movie to me. Mm. I would love to watch that. Hallmark, if you're listening.
0: Uh, I went with the civil war reenactment in Marin County. There was mentioned. Oh yeah. I can't like I don't know if you know much about Marin County but like just like a probably epic food like yeah. the catering was probably like off the charts mm-hmm. um the costuming like the mm. they probably had like a tea tent or something like that with like yeah. cakes and
1: Oh my gosh the cakes.
0: Uh I mean to like time period appropriate mm-hmm. or whatever but I take a
1: gluten holiday for that.
0: Yeah. Um, Invasion of the Hallmark Body Snatchers, there were a couple in this. Um, the actress who played Angela has been in a lot of Hallmark movies. Okay. She had a reoccurring role in, like, in Murder, uh, Morning Show Mysteries, and then she was also in Chronicle Mysteries. So she's a, a regular. She also tends to play, like, a best friend character in, like, traditional rom-com Hallmark mm. movies. Um... I do think that she's been the killer. Okay. She doesn't
1: have enough Botox to be a leading movie? Is that...
0: (laughs) And her hair's curly. Which, As you recall, if your hair is very curly, you can't
1: be a lead. No, but you can be a fabulous-looking best friend Mm -hmm. or murderer.
0: Uh, I definitely immediately got killer vibes from her, so I think she's been a killer in another movie. And then Chris McNally, who played Douglas, this must have been earlier in his career because he's like a major Hallmark star now. He's in When Calls the Heart, which is like their big series that oh, so that's very popular. To... He's married to Julie Gonzalo. Yes to
1: Julie Gonzalo. Okay, that's why I, I thought I recognized him. But yeah, because I stalked their Instagram after watching a Julie Gonzalo movie a few mm-hmm. months
0: ago. They were just in three bed, two bath one ghost together, which actually turned out to be about the friendship between the ghost and Julie Gonzalo. And Chris McNally was a bit um like peripheral, which is fine.
1: I kind of I guess, like, talking about the Embarcadero Food Festival, it would be nice to have maybe a few more movies where, like, the romance isn't centered. Like, a friendship between, like, and, you know, a, the father and, like, this, like, girl like, at the food festival, or, like, the two friends are, like, centered as, like, their dynamic is, like, explored throughout this movie and, like, just kind of, like, fo- this, like, staunch focus on romantic love as, like, the most important part of our lives. It's I mean it is escapist as we know but i get so much from my my platonic relationships and
0: well and studies have proven time and time again that friendships are like the most important thing in people's lives like for their health outcomes and um oh also i found out that britney wilson angela Mm. played she was in a movie called the unauthorized full house story where she played an older Candace Cameron.
1: Oh, I can see that. So I went
0: back and tried to figure out if she actually ended up being in a Hallmark movie with Candace Cameron. But I couldn't figure it out. Oh, but
1: that's great. That's perfect. I
0: kind of want to watch that. Yeah. I feel like that would be on Lifetime at some point. Um, I, we,
1: can, we should have a and full house documentary. Unauthorized.
0: Unauthorized.
1: Steam level? I gave it a 2 but only because of that kiss at the end. Otherwise, I felt there was very little like steaminess. I think that there was like relationship. I
0: think they're settled into a relationship now. Yeah. So there's less sizzle, but yeah. like they're very clearly like emotionally into each
1: other yes, and which that's is great. which is great. Yeah, but they didn't have like steam for me necessarily.
0: Yeah. Um, did you have any Hallmark IRL moments
1: lately? Uh Kind of. My partner like cleaned out our garage a little bit while I was at work and set up a potting bench for me for like my gardening stuff. And so I spent several hours yesterday, um, planting seedlings and then like repotting a bunch of houseplants at my little potting desk and, uh, had like the doors open and um, a Dateline podcast going, Ooh. and my water and like my fizzy water, and it was really lovely. Nice. So, I kind of think like in a Hallmark universe, somebody might have like a potting area. Mm-hmm. But, but right next to me, just off screen, was like all of our junk.
0: Well, <laughs> but we won't show that. Yeah, probably in the Hallmark uh, setting, like there'd be candles. Oh, hundred. Set up, or you would he would have blindfolded you, yeah, and then like led you back to the garage or whatever, yeah. and been like, "I have a surprise for you," and it's burned down. <laughs> uh, mine is not so good. I've had uh, my uh, good friend has been embroiled in some political intrigue. Mm. Yeah, the state government, uh, our state government, is. I, don't, I couldn't even begin to describe
1: It's impossible to describe um,
0: as it's I mean currently imploding but um it's just it's a little hallmarky in that like these there's like villains mm-hmm. and I really don't think there's anything behind their motives beyond like this sort of typical like hallmark villainry where like it's just like greed and power. yeah and like it seems very like 2d. And I think in real life it is like, I think it's literally when you're trying to boil down, like, why are these people doing like, like taking, uh, like public money to line their own pockets or their buddies' pockets, like sacrificing human lives to make a profit, like all this stuff. You're just like, it's so hard to comprehend what someone's motives would be or like how somebody could do that and be so calculated or whatever about it. Um, But I think it really is just like very two dimensional, like money, power, status, which is
1: like disappointing, right? It is. You want it. Motive. You. I
0: feel like I'm getting this. Like, I want there to be. I mean, it's a little bit like serial killers or something. Like, you want there to be some like complex, like
1: yeah,
0: or I guess serial killers aren't a good um, example exactly, but like a lot of times when you do find out like who the killer is or who the villain is or whatever like
1: it's like she had a ten thousand dollar life insurance policy and you're like okay that's
0: it's all just like is this all of this is really just boiling down to like you want like a second boat yeah or like or you don't even know what you're gonna do with that or money you need to
1: buy someone's repossessed house in aspen <laughs>
0: Anyway, so that's a little bit Hallmark, not, like, in the... Because in Hallmark, then, like, the the villain
1: has a change of heart. Or they get shot in the shoulder and sent to the <laughs> <laughs> But neither of those things are going to happen here. And that's, like, the really hard part about what's going on, like, probably in many states. But, like, you know, we're here. And so, like, in our state, it's just... It's really nasty. And it's really hard to watch as, like, people that care about like the welfare of communities and systems here and, and all you can see from your position of like no power and what seems like no authority is people that degrade those systems and demean those communities. And, and then like, now you're very close to what potentially in like the weeks to come could become like a big national potentially some kind of like big situation and that's i don't know that's really hard. very disheartening
0: yeah yeah so that's why we
1: hallmark this is why we're here
0: um just solving some fake murders that we don't totally understand the plot of um and we never will because they're fairly <laughs> poorly written <laughs> Okay, well, uh, we have, I think, one more Gourmet Detective. Yes. And then we'll have to pick a new series, which is always fun. So, so you've been listening to Hallmarked for. Murdered.